You're listening to the Loud Thumbs Podcast. Get ready for games, entertainment, and adult beverages. Around here, we only have three rules. Game on, volume up, and stay loud. Hosted by your stout savoring super fan, Nick, and his IPA-inspired co-host, Josh. Time to get loud. Hey, everybody, and welcome back this week for the Loud Thumbs Podcast, your place for news, reviews, games, and brews. I'm your host, Nick. And your co-host, Josh. Uh, definitely ready to crack a brew. Oh, yes, yes. I went brew this this week, by the way, as well. So <laughs> did I. I uh, we'll never buy the hard seltzers again. Uh, okay, all right. Not shaming all of them forever, but those in particular <laughs> ones, oh, hot yes. garbage. Yes. <laughs> um on today's episode we are going to be bringing you a stray review uh i've played i've played and beat it josh has got some hands on time as well so we're mm-hmm. going to talk about it be kind of a little mini review we'll still have a, a normal podcast otherwise but uh also real quick uh, some quick cleanup don't forget check out uh loudthumbs.com over there we have the store still over there up and running so you got stuff to check out and then one last thing is the movie reel podcast debuted. It's refresh hey. is out. It's out. We really appreciate everybody checking it out. We've had some had some people on there uh, at least listening and, and watching. So we really appreciate that. Uh, we had fun that that episode basically just kind of talks about our uh, our watching habits, kind of the stuff we watch, what streaming services we enjoy, which ones we don't like as much. And we just kind of a get to know the host sort of episode. Um, so that's, that's my wife, Heather and I, who do that one. And, uh, I'm sure you'll see other faces, hear other voices on there as time goes by. So check out the movie real podcast. There'll be links to it below and uh, you'll still be able to get it on this channel here for a little while on the old loud thumbs channel. But that's enough of all that. It is time to crack a brew, man. What did you bring today? I got, it's a little different for me to this week. Um, so it's from Sagatuck Brewing Company. It is a blueberry uh, lemonade shandy. So, I've seen this one. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. I now work close to a Meyer, and Meyer has great beer selection. So. Oh, yeah, nice. That might have been where I saw it. Who knows? Meyer or Kroger, <laughs> something like that. Uh, I, I've had lemon shandies. I've had a peach, a peach ginger shandy I've liked a lot, so I'm hoping this one's good. Okay. Blueberry lemon shandy. Yeah. I've only had lemon, never a blueberry style kind. Oh, that blueberry comes through. Oh, well, then that's very blueberry. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Nice. Sometimes those berry flavors get a little hidden by all that citrus, but it's there. Right. It's very there. It's good, though. Well, you went berry and I went citrus. I guess you could say citrus. Does peach count citrus? I think it does. It's in the citrus family, right? Peach? I don't know <laughs> about that one. It's, it's fruit. <laughs> it's a fruit, man. Fruit it's, in the, it's, in the, it's in the fruit family. It's a kind of <laughs> orangish color. Uh, well, the can is orange anyway. I can tell you that much. Uh, but uh, this is from Urban Artifact. It's peaches and cream. It's a nitro fruit tart. I had never seen one, so I was like, okay, I'm buying this. I got to try it. A nitrated fruit? Yeah, Heart. and you're, you're, like a set. Oh, your face said okay. it all, man. Your face said it all. That's uh, that was I'm my purchasing so face. 
And it says on the back here, uh, it has a half of a peach and three dashes of vanilla in each can. How about that? How about that? So yeah, it's about we'll to be pretty good, though. We'll see. I'm going to I'm going to do the glug, the glug and chug. You know, that's because that's what you got to do. It is a nitrated beer. If uh, I don't want to glug too hard or I will spill it. Nitrated beers. Glug them. It's counterintuitive. I know it's scary, but if it's nitrated beer, it's it's the correct form. Yeah, and I guess if you could if you could chug fast enough, you could just glug it right in your mouth. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's dangerous. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like you probably shouldn't shotgun a nitrated beer. Something tells me it's going to come back up if you did. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is super super tasty and really pretty. It's got a great um, color. Yeah, yeah, it does have a really good color. Um, that is really good. Holy cow! Really, really good. Uh, it's got a super cute little raccoon with a peach on the on the back on the back of the can. So if you guys are looking for it, Urban Artifactor or, or sorry, Urban Artifact, uh, peaches and cream. Check it out. Uh, I recommend, and I just took a sip. I will uh, I will look forward to finishing this as we talk about Stray and what we've been playing. I am ready to go, man. Um, Hell yeah. You've been playing more Spider-Man, I see. Let's hear more. Yeah, dude, the, the, the story keeps getting so much better. Uh, I finally made... Okay, if you're familiar with anything Spider-Man, you know Dr. Octavius is a bad guy. Uh, but he doesn't start that way in this game. Um, Similar to Spider-Man 2, he doesn't start as a bad guy in Spider-Man 2, the movie. Oh, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. he's just a cool teacher that Peter, Peter hangs out with. Yeah. Yeah, and it kind of starts off that way, too. And the relationship is super endearing. And the progression of Dr. Octavius to Dr. Octavius, the, the like dedicated scientist to the guy, you know, I won't, I won't spoil all the story beats, but there's a really great progression. It's not like there's some like something happens and now he's evil because he fell face first into a vat of acid or anything, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? It, it's very like. There's reasoning behind it, and if you're not super familiar with the character, I won't spoil how that all happens, but it's a really, really great progression. And now he's just a cool bad guy. He's just a cool, like, super villain now. Yeah. Uh, I, One of my favorites, man. One of my favorites. What, like, Spider-Man. So like, good. What, 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 what's your favorite, what's your favorite villain? Spider-Man has so many good ones. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's so many. And Dr. F.D. is, is a good one. Uh, he's very, very high uh, on my list. Uh, it, small tangent <laughs> when the actor came back for the most recent spider-man movie and he said hello peter lost my shit hell yes right <laughs> <laughs> but this guy also is a really great dr Octavius. the voice actor does an amazing job um stories only kicked up and the challenge level got higher i've been having a lot of fun clearing out like enemy camps because there's uh the sable uh company Right. Their, their people aren't like affected by webs as easy. So it makes the, the fights way different. Yeah, they're damn electricity. Lot, uh, <laughs> oh my God, dude. Those flying dudes <laughs> piss me off. It's so bad. I, I save my finishers for those guys. I'm like, oh, got enough focus. <laughs> Zip up, finish. You're right. Yeah. Oh man, the combat's still a lot of fun. I thought it would get repetitive after a while because it is a lot of the same stuff. You get new abilities, let you do new things, and you there's ways you can change it up, and I've definitely used those. But like the, the main core of it is still largely the same, but it hasn't gotten boring. Like the challenge level's gotten higher, so you've had to get better, so the fighting style hasn't gotten dull. 
Right. Uh, so you just got to get better at that same fighting style and then use those new combos and stuff as you open them up. Yeah. And you can upgrade a lot of the, uh, all your like gadgets with different like web things you can do. Um, I love the impact web. It is oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my core item now because now I'm shooting people off cliffs or shooting them on and webbing them instantly onto the wall. Yeah. Like, all right. And you're instantly out of the fight now. Uh, so good, dude. The, the web swinging is still a ton of fun. I don't know how many hours I am in the game now. I'm probably 70 per 60 to 70 percent through the story. Hell I still yeah. have to do a lot of uh, just a lot of map quests. And there's a lot oh, yeah, and, and, they're and, so fun, though. They are so fun. They, they <laughs> really are so fun. If I'm going to ding this game for anything is that there's there's almost too many map items. To do. There's, <laughs> there's too many things to go find. There's too many places to go. Uh, but it really helps break up the story like i feel like the story's been really well paced in part because uh the, the, the game itself prompts you to go do stuff and like well i got some time to kill and it won't give you the next story mission until like for like five five to ten minutes they want you and to play yeah. yeah they want you to go around the city fight crime they want you to go be spider-man for a little bit and yeah. then you can go be peter parker as spider-man you know uh so 1000% still recommend this game. It's a ton of fun. I've been living in AAA land for quite some time now, but it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're going to talk some indie games later. We'll get you yeah. out of AAA land yeah. for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, if you haven't checked out Spider Man, even the 20, I haven't played Miles Morales yet, but I've heard that game is also amazing. Um, but so far, this game is aged. Uh, I think every bit as good as God of War has. I'm going Oh, I would say so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Especially no. you have the remastered edition. So there's, you know, it's already uh, primed and pressed, you know, or, or pressed even more, you know, right? Yeah, it looks it, so let's, pretty. let's talk about that for like a couple of minutes because the remaster looks so good. <laughs> it doesn't look like just painted new textures on something that looks like HD, like everything has really great detail. And they threw ray good. tracing in it too, right? I think so. The lighting is I was pretty really sure good. I remember that. Yeah. Does it come with yeah. all the DLC also? I believe so. I don't know if I've gotten yes. any DLC stuff just yet, but like all the suits have really cool texture. I still can't get myself to go away from the suit they give you, the like first upgraded suit after you get through the story a little bit, because that thing looks so damn cool and all the yeah, textures on the fabric looks so good. <laughs> I finally unlocked some ones that uh, might think me like, ah, oh, well, maybe I'll switch looks for a little bit. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, as far as a remaster goes, they really upped it all and it doesn't look like they just you know, put some fresh paint on it and just, you know, put it out again. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know uh, they redid the character model and then they, you know, they obviously upped everything as well. But I, I really would like to play that one. It had some of the best downloadable content of any game, period. Like it just like all oh, the downloadable yeah, content dude. made sense and worked, you know, for the story and just grew the world more. It wasn't like you know, just a money grab. It was awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's really good to hear. I haven't played too much of the DLC stuff yet, but I will yeah. now. Hell yeah. Definitely. If it comes with it, man, that's a super great deal. And yeah, check them out before you jump into Miles. Hell yeah. Will do. I'm going to do as, as much as I can stand go fetch missions. And these are hell of a hell of good go fetch missions. Oh, they're so fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, man, um, not a ton of games. Uh, Stray obviously was kind of my focus this one this last week recently, which was like a perfect small little game for me to finish up in a week. But um, I did say that I am going to bring something from the retro road trip until I run out each week. So this week uh, I have to bring my uh, 
mini spy hunter that i got it's a little mini arcade <laughs> spy hunter it's super hard to see but uh, i don't know if you guys can hear it or not but yeah like it's so small <laughs> yeah it's super tiny uh just you know fits in the palm of your hand but it's a little mini arcade you know it's got a start and a fire and your volume's on and off and all that and it plays exactly like what you would have remembered in the arcade which is super super cool um nice and this thing's just kind of neat like i mean it's not technically retro but it is retro you know what i mean it like, is yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like an oxymoron retro but you know uh i've mentioned uh this game multiple times uh, i think our uh, 12 games of christmas was like a big heavy arcade type of thing for me because it was like yeah, our was. favorite our favorite games and spy hunter was one of them i remember dumping tons and tons of quarters that did not belong to me into that game so <laughs> <laughs> i was yeah I was a little eight-year-old bum getting quarters from anybody who'd give them to me to play Spy Hunter. So <laughs> pick that thing up. I think I paid like $4.99 for this thing. I could not beat it just as a little collector piece just to even keep on a shelf. Oh, Super yeah. cool. And yeah. it plays. It plays. I can take it on a, a another retro road trip with me and play that instead. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and keeping on the arcade theme, um, we did uh, recently pick up a pac-man arcade game we have the cocktail bar game now like the sit down uh two stools either side it's just one of the one-up arcade oh, ones okay. okay but it, it, they call them a head-to-head -head arcade and you can just plop a beer right on top and play some arcade and you finish your run the next person does theirs and you just try and one-up each other's scores and yeah it's a it's a six in one so you get six different pac-man games in it all the way from classic up to okay Pac okay pac-mania and, and a few other ones that are ones i've never played before um i can't find it anywhere i have no idea where this originated from i have yet to find one like it um if anybody knows where the six and one originated from i would really like to know because only ones that arcade one up sells right now are an eight and one that also come with dig dug and galaga as well as six pac-man games and uh, oh I'm super curious. I found this on a uh, like a Facebook marketplace thing for a super good deal. Drove about 45 minutes, picked it up and brought it home. So it works and it came with the stools and everything looks new. And I'm like, this will be cool. You know, when the when the studio's done and uh, right now my son's room's turning into an arcade right now. He's got Simpsons and he's got <laughs> Pac-Man in there. <laughs> Very so, nice. Yeah. So he he's actually, he's getting a little extra uh, video game uh, retro for his his bedroom. But um, yeah, if anybody knows where this thing came from, I need some information. I have tweeted at One Up Arcade and I have tried to email and I can't find any way of contacting him. But I just want to know where it came from. Um, I tried everything from QVC to just you know random shops that sell things, and none of them have sold any but the other one that you can buy like Walmart and everywhere else. You know, huh? Okay. It's really strange. Um, all wild. I know is it came with the house the guy bought, and the he's only lived in the house for like three years, and this is this is a 2019 model on it, so it's not like it's ancient. But anyway, oh, uh, it's not. No, it's only two years old, like two to three. Uh, I guess yeah. it'd be three, depending on when in 2019. But um, yeah. yeah, anybody anybody listening or watching, uh, loudthumbs at gmail.com. Let me know if you guys know where the yellow six in one Pac-Man head-to-head tabletop arcade came from, because I have no idea and it's bugging me. 
<laughs> but it works and it plays and it's great. We we played like two or three hours one night. Just this, uh, the whole family just sat in there and took turns. It was a great time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And the last little bit of news I have um, as far as gaming goes is I did get my Steam Deck. So it's here. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, showed up on Monday. So I've had it for a couple of days. I've been playing with it. Uh, I've got my favorites on there and I've uh, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Um, the only thing I did have a, a little bit of an unfortunate situation that I think a lot of people are having, but I don't think has been really kind of brought up and been prevalent. But just so everyone out there that might be listening who owns a Steam Deck knows, I feel for you. I am with you. But screen bleed is a problem. And I wish it wasn't a thing that happened, but I do have screen bleed on my LCD. Uh, and for those familiar, not you know what screen bleed is, is essentially where the LCD is being either squeezed too hard or not enough. And it is allowing light to pass past the screen and it gets into your blacks. So your blacks look gray and your grays look kind uh... of a weird color. Um, I see, it is, I it see. is something that is part of the technology, unfortunately, uh, as I've looked into it. But I do have a little bit of hope for some people out there who have had this happen because I risked it upon myself to find some answers. And I did find out that what happens is a lot of times the casing on the Steam Deck can get a little tweaked during manufacturing. So mm. it's okay. putting a little too much pressure in certain positions of the screen. Therefore, it you know can cause this to happen. Um, for example, we have two in my house. You've heard us talk on the show. If not for the first time, my son and I both have a Steam Deck. His has like almost zero screen bleed. Like if I had to really yeah, pick it, it apart, I could find it. Oh, yeah, yeah. his looks uh, fantastic. Mine yeah. has like a small spot that's probably an inch or two wide at the top left of the screen. I did actually risk tweaking it back a little bit the opposite way to see what would happen. Uh, Cause a lot of okay. people said, you know, that can't help it. And to be honest, it helped mine. It probably increased it about 50 to 75%. So it's almost gone now it's there. I know it exists, but it does not hinder my love of the system. It is unfortunately just the way LCD screens are and it could happen to anybody. And I've seen far worse uh, cases of it, honestly. So um, I'm enjoying the thing. Absolutely love it. Um, got my games on it that I'm ready to play with my boy. That was the first thing he wanted to do is play some Team Fortress 2 together. So I had to get those installed. And nice, uh, nice. I have my micro SD card and I have my internal and I have just a smidge over a terabyte available. And I am good to go for quite some time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> with a terabyte? Yeah, yeah, no shortage. Yeah. So... I'm excited to get into that and play that a bit more and then uh, get into some of the PC stuff. My dock is on order. So once that arrives, uh, I'll be getting into more of the uh, mouse and keyboard style gaming and see how I feel about that again. That's been about 20 years for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to bring it back and we'll Good see stuff, how it goes. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I see how it performs docked. I'm sure it's just the same. Yep. I, I will give my two cents on it once I get a chance to do that. Um, I do love myself a controller, which I have that option too. I can Bluetooth an Xbox controller to it. But um, my son is a keyboard and mouse fan. I'm coming to find out he's pretty hooked on that Team Fortress with keyboard and mouse. <laughs> uh, dude, first person shooters. It's for me. It's it's like game changing. Uh, I'll see what it does for me. See if whether I swing 
in that realm again or not. I really loved Half-Life back in the day and uh, Counter-Strike. And then mm. eventually PCs yeah, got yeah. out of my price range and I could not keep up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you there. All right, well, hey, let's get into the meat of the show here. And we're going to talk about Stray, a little indie game. Uh, came out July 19th, 2022 uh, by a uh, company. Uh, well, its uh, publisher is Annapurna Interactive. Uh, and it's actually uh, developed by Blue 12 Studio. Now, listen to this uh, company size for these guys around 10 employees. OK, so take that into effect Yo, when we're talking okay. about this game. Uh, pretty Yo, small guys. OK, they yeah. are located in uh, Montpelier. Um, I think it's Akatani. Um, so um, small, very small uh, company here and putting out really good looking stuff i will have to say this this is a very pretty game yeah uh pricing and availability on it uh we have playstation plus so if you guys have that it's there it's ready to go go check it mm -hmm. out for not for per pretty much nothing just your subscription fee uh obviously is that PS4, only on premium uh yeah yes yes okay Pre i thought premium, so if you, premium if you had the only. premium yeah <clears throat> good call good call out um ps4 and 5 obviously uh plays on both uh, it is also on Windows, so you can check it out there. And it is uh, $39.99. So it, it's more in the budget title sort of price range, which totally fits as we talk. You'll see why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I played the game. I finished in right around three hours. Um, if you want to complete this completionist style, you're probably looking more six to seven hours to find and get all the trophies and do every bit of story. I can and see that. Um, there's a lot of memories you got to find and stuff like that that play part of the story which we, we won't be spoiling anything by the way guys um it's just a i think it's a game that you can't super spoil but at the same time it's left to interpretation so you don't want to spoil it and you really yeah. want to interpret it as you play it yeah i haven't experienced any real heavy story beats yet but you don't want what story is there to be then ruined for you when you discover it right exactly um so big thing I wanted to make a, a point to talk about here first is this game shattered the concurrent players record for an Annapurna interactive game on Steam. It was their biggest PC launch ever. Now check these numbers out. Listen to this. Okay. Stray, Stray peaked at 50,555 concurrent users. Their yeah. number okay. two game number two was 12 minutes which we've talked about on the show i've also yep. kind of mini reviewed that, that a, one back last year that was a hot one too yeah big big game right it peaked at 8021 damn <laughs> so fifty thousand versus eight thousand. it yeah shattered is the right word it shattered their concurrent player record um yeah i yeah. fully feel like it was like there's total validity to that. Like this is an amazing game. Uh, it is. I think it's amazing. Like and maybe yeah, you know, it's quite good. Yeah, maybe people won't you know completely agree with me, but I, I just absolutely couldn't get over how polished and everything was because Annapurna is not known for polish. They're known for storytelling more than anything. Really, Evs. yeah. Absolutely, that's their specialty. Right. So on top of polish, you do get a really, 
I want to almost call it intricate story because there's a lot of ways you can look at the story and interpret it differently depending on the player. I know yeah. I interpret it one way and I have seen theories and everybody, you know, online. And I just kind of wanted to see, you know, the vibe was in the world. And there's a lot of people who see it differently than even me. And then they see it differently than each other. And I just, I can't get over that. I love video games that do that. That is one of my favorite things about this game is that I can, um, I, the best thing I can, I can give you guys an example without spoiling anything is like, if you have seen the movie, um, this, hold on, uh, Inception. Okay. I almost okay. said, yeah. I almost said Tenet because that's another Christopher Nolan movie. But if you've seen oh. Inception, <laughs> the end of Inception, which I'm not going to ruin for anybody, is left to interpret one way or another. What do you think happens? They leave it to the audience. They don't tell you as the director oh, or the writer. Okay. The movie ends and there is an option for you to believe one thing or another. And this game allows you to do that, but like three or four times the amount because there's so many other little things that happen throughout the gameplay and the story that leads you to go, wait a minute, what about, what about, what about, you know what I mean? It's just the yeah. story. Like there's so many questions that I'm okay with leaving unanswered because I get to answer them on my own based on what I did throughout the game. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't beat the game yet. Um, right, 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 right. It, it um there does seem, and it's not in an unsatisfying way. You're like, oh well, they don't just. It's not like they just leave out part of the story and be like, ah, figure it out. No, no, uh, no, 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 it's, no. It's just carefully pieced together in a way that seems is is fluid, uh, but not always clear. Exactly, they give you all the pieces you need to make your own decision or answer without taking anything away or making you feel like you know any sort of angst like you're like oh yeah. no you know i'm i'm good to move on to the next phase uh you know or you know level of the game biome whatever you'd like to call it um sure but so real quick on the narrative uh you're you're part of a a group of four cats um and you do play as a cat in this game that's what you are but uh yeah. You're a group of four stray cats. You're kind of trekking through the ruins of an abandoned facility, and one becomes separated from the others after losing its footing, falling into a chasm, and finding itself trapped and in an unpopulated underground city. Uh, the cat soon then finds a lab where it helps download an artificial intelligence into a body of a small drone who calls itself B12. Uh, and they travel farther uh, through the system. Uh, the pair discovers that the city is completely devoid of human life, Therefore, robotic servants com or companions remain. So there are no humans in the game. There's strictly no. just cats and droids. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's about it. And then you do have an enemy. So there is there is bad guys in, in the game, and they're called Zerks. Uh, they have infested uh, this underground city. Uh, and they're they're mutant creatures that have evolved uh, to devour both organic life and robots. So they'll there's times you do see them eating, uh, you know, robots and, you know, they destroyed part of them in the game. But um, yeah, I thought this is really interesting. Yeah, because... it, it, the game keeps you hooked the whole time, right? Is that how uh -huh. you're feeling so far? Are you feeling like I, I want to finish the story? Yeah, up? a little bit. Um, gosh, and I've been playing with my wife because I know. Uh, she loves puzzle games like if i'm playing zelda or even like the puzzly parts of god of war that's when she's like <laughs> she's put her phone down she's paying attention <laughs> to what's going on she's like "Ooh, go up there and i'm like how the fuck did you see that and then i go right. oh, up and do that 
So that's happened multiple times, and I'm convinced she's better at this game than I am. It's not like it's a difficult game, but she like caught on to things. I'm like, where did you see that? She's like, I don't know. I told you to go here. I'm like, I don't know that it did. <laughs> she's, she's very intuitive with the game. She's got it figured out. Yeah, so she has more seat time than I do. We, well, we were passing back and forth, but she seems so into it. I'm like, well, I'm just going to I'm just going to help her with the puzzles. And yeah, she's going to do it. Oh, the, the video, I, I the video you sent. She was like into it, man. Like she, she like, was. She was she fully was. into it. <laughs> yeah. So on on that note, like, like if you're wanting to like play something with your significant other, uh, this is a great and they're not necessarily a gamer. This is a great game to do it because the controls are extraordinarily easy. This is not a skill based game. It's a wonder and find out and solve some puzzles sort of game. Yep, and that's, that's that's it. And it's not overly simplified, but it's so simple and it's so easy to play. But I did get some solid seat time and the controls do feel good. Uh, how you move places is very intuitive. Um, and very, I guess we, we should clarify, too. It's not a platformer as much as it is kind of a point and click kind of game. Yeah. Um, the, the way that someone else described it that made perfect sense to me, and I'm just going to say here, is essentially the cat is like your mouse pointer. Like you're literally, you you point the cat yeah. at where you want to go, and then you, oh, okay, I can go there, and then you click, and then you he'll jump yeah, there. Yeah. Or he or she, they never tell you if it's a girl or a boy cat, but it's it's <laughs> a girl it's a girl cat in our house. My daughter made that clear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, just like Nick said, it'll, it'll prompt you. If you can jump up on some, somewhere... You just got to walk up to it. And if you can't jump on it, well, it's you can't get there. Yep. Uh, so very easy, very intuitive. Uh, there's no real skill other than using your brain to get places. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, everything gives you a prompt, so you're not guessing or anything like that. Uh, I really enjoyed that part of it. There are certain parts where um, some you'll walk by something and you just get that quick glimpse of, oh, there was something I could do there. And then you, you go back. Like, it's really yeah. good about that, too. I like it. It's like nothing's just screaming at you all the time. They just kind of let you, like, go through the world because it's just it's open world in a way. But they just kind of let you go through it and just fill in the blanks and do the things you want in whatever order until yeah. you get to a mission beat that tells you to do this thing. And then you follow a certain path. Uh -huh. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. There's a hint system that I think is so genius. Isn't it I cool? I love the hint <laughs> system. So in, in you're a cat, obviously, in this game, but you can do a lot of cat things. There's you can like, meow. You can meow anytime you want. There's an achievement for meowing a lot. I got that yeah. achievement. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but when you meow, like, it, and it, and it, <clears throat> excuse me, it interacts in certain points of the environment. Like if there's light, or like a string of light bulbs or something, it'll like make the light bulbs go like kind of cycle like a Christmas light almost and in the yeah. direction where you want to go. Or if there's like a bunch of TVs, if you meow, it'll like the TVs will go to static and then there'll be an arrow pointing a certain direction. It doesn't tell you specifically what to do or what you need to do there. It's just like, hey, maybe you should go that direction. Yeah, and I thought that there's... was so brilliant. Right. There's no spoken words or anything like that. You're just led to believe that this is just a very smart cat that's uh on its way to replacing humanity somehow, right? Like they're like the <laughs> ape, or that if you believe in the evolution, you're like, you know, like the whole ape to man kind of thing. Um, yeah. And uh, they just lead you to believe that you, you're playing this really smart cat. So he gets his way through or she gets his way through uh, the world that way. I did really like the hint system though. I thought it was very cool, very smart. And uh, it, it just fits the game perfectly. And other games could use it as well, honestly, without having to like scream at you a bunch of dumb crap. <laughs> <laughs> It's better than the, maybe I should go there. 
Should I go back here? Right, exactly. Hey, listen. Oh my god. I'm trying uh -huh. to do a side I'm trying to do a side thing. Stop it. Right. Leave this me way, alone. You prompt your own hence, which is really nice. Yeah. You, know, you can also do cool. a bunch of other really dumb cat things like scratch up doors and rugs. Yeah, and... arm arms of couches and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you can also take naps in different places. It's very cute. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh, that was super cool. Uh, I do want to mention that really quick because that's in one of my things on the audio. But <clears throat> yeah, the when you take like a little nap or you like curl up next to a little droid, uh, you know, the the cattle start purring and you know you can you can hear it through the dual sense uh -huh. and you can feel it. And uh, I put the ear, I put the controller up to my daughter's ear at one point because she was laying beside me watching me play, and um, it was just it was super cool to see her like look over at me and her eyes got really big for a second. She was just like. At first, I was wondering why you put that by my ear. And then I heard the cat purring and I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> so <laughs> it sounds so real. I mean, you know, obviously they had to have like recorded a real cat purring somehow. <laughs> yeah, uh, 100%. Super, super cool. Um, so quickly, as far as uh, the visuals go and the graphics, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, this thing's running on run Unreal Engine 4. Um, I know I started off saying it's very pretty um uh, what stands out about it for visuals to you it's a good looking game man it's got a whole like kind of dark neon future vibe that's uh really neat i think overall the visuals are really really solid i don't think they're like mind-blowingly good but it, they're really good like it, it's a good looking game like, yeah for I, sure there's no contesting that i i would i would agree they're not mind-blowing um in an overall context, they're really not. But I can I can say for sure I've played a lot of Annapurna games, and this is by far the best looking of any of them. And it is oh, nice. It is mind blowing for an Annapurna game, which Annapurna is the publisher, but it's because you know they have such a name for themselves, and then we get a game like this that takes it to the next level but still keeps all of those annapurna boxes checked and you're oh, like yeah for me now man i'm like i would love to see more of these like i would love to see you know another one you know with a dog or with a dog and uh -huh. a cat duo or something like that because i i think this speaks perfectly to annapurna's style of games because it it's all up for interpretation but i think in in the world of Annapurna, by far the best looking of any of their games, period. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't played yeah. all of them, but out of all their games, they, it looks the best. The the thing that stands out the most for me, though, is the lighting is just the best. Like, it looks it's so, so good. good. <laughs> their lighting is actually top notch. It Yeah, it's because there's cool. there's no sunlight in this game like you're underground. So everything that's lit is lit by some sort of a, you know, bulb of some kind. And all of it looks so good. I mean, there I, I am playing some gameplay I captured while I was playing uh, on YouTube, if you guys are watching. But like, I mean, you're in this little elevator and it's lit up by fluorescent lights. The fluorescent lights look different than the lights on the poles that you just got running or yeah. done running around. And it lights the elevator properly and the, the exterior light is dark. And it's just, it's so good. It's so yeah. well done. Yeah. And each individual like light type perfectly captures that type. Like the incandescent bulbs look like incandescent light. The, the right. fluorescent looks like fluorescent light. The neon stuff looks like straight neon. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, they definitely did some crazy stuff with the lighting. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the biggest standout for me was that. But overall, uh, I think it's I think it's a very pretty game. Um, in in some points, it's it's actually kind of beautiful. Um, I mean, the the scene we're seeing right now in the subway, yeah. it, it, it's pretty beautiful, man. Like it's it, a dirty it rundown good. subway, but it looks so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, again, <laughs> capturing that light, I think it makes all the difference. Yeah, it really does. Lighting does make a huge difference in video games, doesn't it? Um, how about performance for you so far, man? Have you had uh, any hiccups or issues with any sort of performance of the game? No, I can't say I've tried to really push it that hard, but it's a smooth running game. I haven't had any weird clipping, glitching, not even any like like screen tearing or frame rate drops. It's all been a pretty damn solid experience. Yeah, um, I would I would say the same. I had one. It was not a game breaking moment or anything crazy, but it was a moment where uh, I was, you know, inspecting a room. And as I tried to turn around, like something must have clashed in the code somewhere because the cat wouldn't turn around. And then it like it literally like wigged out like the, the cat was like in the matrix and wigged out, <laughs> didn't didn't look right. And then all of a sudden it just it popped back to normal and then it moved in the direction that i had aimed it to move uh, uh and it all it all happened in probably two or three seconds so it was super quick that was the only time i saw any sort of hiccups or glitches uh as i played everything else was really good i mean you get little things like clipping and things like that that can happen i did have one clipping moment where um the b12 the little droid robot that follows you around and stuff he was uh -huh. he was talking to me but in the scene I was on the I was on like a bookshelf and he was in the wall. So <laughs> okay. um, that, yeah. that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? But right, um, right. that's just video game stuff that happens. It's I think I don't think it's impossible to get rid of it, but I just think it's super difficult. Actually, this is the scene right here. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, my cat, <laughs> my cat is on a shelf and I am looking at the wall and B12 is talking to me. You just can't see him. That was oh, one, of the okay. one, one of the reasons I wanted to record this. But yes, uh, just a just one of those little things that happens. It's not a huge deal, but uh, there he is. He pops out of the wall and he's good, but <laughs> <laughs> just a little moments like that, but a solid performing game. None of it was, was uh, problematic at all. It was all uh, either a little comical or, or just perfect on, on point. Yeah. Um, real quick, back to audio. What, what were you thinking on audio? What any any major standouts? Any things that you really noticed that you've enjoyed? I know you probably haven't gotten to the parts of the game with the music notes and the sheets and stuff like that you can get. Oh, I have. I have. Oh, yeah. good, good. That was actually a really cool thing. Isn't that cool? I, I didn't know what the music things were for. I just collected them. And then I found what they are for, and it was really cool. Super um, cool. That was that was a really neat, like little audio experience. Um, other than that things sound like they should you knock off some paint cans uh as a right. cat as a cat is you know want to do to knock things off. pissing off those droids <laughs> yeah it's just knocking stuff off other stuff because it's a cat and when they clash it all sounds appropriate the bottles clinking together sounds exactly how do you think uh the cat sounds like a cat it's not some like weird off-brand cat right <laughs> <laughs> it's not the great value of cats uh so you know uh, I, I don't know that anything was crazy standout other than those music sheets being a cool little like experience to get. Um, but it all sounds solid. There's nothing off about it. Yeah. Yeah, I have down that the music stands out when used for storytelling, which that's what this game does very, very well. Ooh, um, yeah. And I, I did love the music. I thought the music was great. Um, side mission. Um, there is a side mission where you have to find some cassettes. 
and uh the music you use for those is is, is kind of comical but still fits the world and was really cool okay but the okay. but the but the music sheets were were a major standout for me because uh it, it just added something to the world like it, it was did. just super it really cool did. yeah yeah i won't spoil that for for anybody out there who wants to check the game out but yeah it really did add to it and it, it was just really well done music as well yeah. um but yeah um I see uh, a lot of major audio specialties in this game. Yeah, that I mean, I made a note to myself about that, and that, I think I've covered all of them um, because all of the all of the audio pieces you do in the game for mission or side missions all do something world building or like mean something to the story. They just like kind of make you yeah. feel like music's supposed to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no that, that checks out I, I definitely agree with that yeah it's not just used for background music or anything like that which is kind of cool now as gameplay goes we talked a little bit about gameplay you know it's not really a platformer uh they do consider this an adventure game which is definitely on point i think that's so that's fair that's fair uh, you're just not playing as a human you're still adventuring around as a key cat yeah um but i i think out of out of a lot of the indie games that are out there it, it's done a lot of these pieces of puzzle solving and storytelling and like level design uh -huh. for for the gameplay with the level design. Yeah. All so good. It's all been so well done and it all feels like it all happened together. Like it was all on purpose for the it. None of it feels out of place. That's what I want to say. Yeah, it's all very cohesive. It's all yeah. very cohesive especially the you know when they give you that open world feel but at the same time they give you the linear path which we've talked about when it comes to you know linear uh -huh. storytelling and like this is very much a linear game it's a linear story mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they give you that option to go play around as a cat and just you know mess with people and you know do random shit and uh -huh. that just gives you that element of like fun that you're as a cat is different than when you're a human, you know, <laughs> it, it's something yeah. about it. Like playing as an animal is just so different than playing as a human for the fun factor. Yeah. For me anyway, it is. I thought so. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely unique. Like what other game has let you just be a cat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't exist out there. Right. Um, well, how about, uh, have you received any badges yet? Oh, I don't know. I'm not okay. sure. You you kind of get them from doing things for people and stuff like that as you or well, for droids, companions as you play through the game. But I thought the badges were super cute because uh, your cat wears uh, a vest and they put the badges on the vest. It's kind of like your little oh, boy scout. Really? Yeah, That's which is awesome. super cute, super cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. My, my daughter really thought that was awesome as well. But uh, I, I really like that part of it. I know that that doesn't go completely into with gameplay. That's more of like an aesthetics or design uh, realm. But man, it, I just thought it was super something they didn't have to do. That was just super cute and neat. Yeah, they did. it could just been an achievement and left it at that. Right, exactly. Um, obviously, this game has no multiplayer or anything like that. It's a strict single player game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I think for me, like the value is a $40 game. Um, I think it has a moderate value. There's not a ton of replayability on this one. Um, no. Yeah. I feel like you get a better value just picking up PS Plus for a month at 15 bucks. <laughs> well, 17.99 uh, or something. And yeah. 
I think that raises it to a high value, but considering we're going off of uh, full retail price, I'm I'm going to have to give it a moderate value as far as that goes since I have completed it. And you know, I played it completed it in 3 hours and I just kind of went story because I was I was hooked to the story right away. Yeah. I mean, for me as far as the value, it's a little bit hard to judge. I think I placed it a little bit higher because um playing with my wife. Uh so I don't know that I would have played this game had I not really thought like oh, this is a puzzle game. Casey loves puzzle stuff and games like right. okay yeah no this is something we could easily play together and kind of pass controller back and forth um so for me i think it is good it's not necessarily me game i think me personally as a value i don't think it would be as high but since i'm getting that extra little bit of like connection with my wife out there of there you it, go it's it's you know obviously way higher and i mean i got it for free for having the premium ps plus so it i sure. mean it's you know no skin off my back there so i there i'm getting a pretty pretty high value out of it at 40 bucks i think that's a little steep for a game this short um if you if you do a completionist it's a little bit better but if you're just doing a straight run through if it's only three hours at 40 bucks i mean you're looking at over you know that's what 13 bucks an hour i was gonna say over 10 bucks an hour yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean that's a not low, but it is an experience. Like it's not, it's not a low budget thing. So I get it, but I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think forty bucks is steep for that amount of gameplay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So you, you would you, you're saying you'd rate it higher because of the experience with uh, Casey versus yeah. yeah, being being low because it's just a shorter game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a balancing act. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, for our YouTube viewers, I did go ahead and pause it on the badges. There's a couple badges on the, uh, on the, on the vest. Oh, very nice. I like it. I I don't, I don't know how many you can get. I might go back and try and platinum it out and and finish all of it, but it's still pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. So good little game. Um, check it out. If you guys have PlayStation plus, or uh, if you feel it warrants a a purchase, yeah, pick it up 39 bucks. I mean, it is a budget title considering things, but uh, yeah, you're you're probably only going to get about seven hours out of it unless you just absolutely love cats. Um, <laughs> then there yeah. you go. And I mean, and if, if you have yourself, a person, a, I mean, there you go. Yep. Yeah, and, and then it, you're playing a cat like it's not it's not just that you're a cat. You can do cat things. <laughs> right, game. right. Yeah. The only thing and I, I'll end off with this one little tidbit that I really think would have added something to the game is if they would have let you design the cat. Like if they would have let you make the cat look like your cat for all the cat owners, that would have like, I think, uh, tipped it for a lot of people. They'd be like, oh my okay. gosh, I, my cat's in the game. You know, like that would, I think, made a yeah. big deal that for people been really out there. Yeah. I think that would have been neat. So that's something they could always leave for another one if they wanted to, you know. Um, maybe this stray has a has some kittens and you can be the kitten in the next game. <laughs> Who knows? You to get a uh, sequel. Yeah, yeah. As, my daughter, as my daughter said, this is a girl cat. I mean, it's hands down. There's no arguing. <laughs> uh, yes yes so that is it for our stray review uh hopefully you guys uh enjoyed that part of the show uh we're gonna move in we've been talking uh you know an indie reviewed game so we have not talked a lot about indie video games on the pod and uh, i think it's time i think it's time to do that yeah i hear so you we tossed a question out there to the loud crowd and asked all of them out there, hey, uh, let us know what is an underrated indie title or, a, you know, deserved more attention sort of title. Maybe maybe it wasn't underrated, but it just didn't uh, it didn't get that love that 
you wanted to see it get. Uh, mm -hmm. What is what is one from all of you guys out there? So we did uh, we did get some feedback. Uh, once again, we appreciate all you guys uh, just being part of the loud crowd. Is Hell yeah. Always the best, man. It's awesome. Love you guys, it. you guys do not have to take time out of your day to answer our questions, but you, you do. And we love you for it every time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> every yes. time. Uh, so we uh, we're going to start off with with our ourselves and talk about our games and then we're going to get into the loud crowds as well. Um, Josh, what is yours you have here you're bringing to the show? Yeah, so this was an interesting question because I played a good chunk of indie titles, but they're usually the ones that like, oh my God, they're so good. You got to play it and it gets my attention. So like yes, an underrated right. one, the only one, I, and it's been years since I played it, is Orcs Must <laughs> Die 2. I, uh, okay. I checked out my Steam library. Uh, that was one that's still on there and it only has 11,000 reviews. And it's kind of, it, I think it's marked like mostly positive or something, but I had a bunch of fun with this game. It's real basic. It's pretty much just like, a, I don't know if I want to say tower defense, but you, you defend, against, defend against like a bunch of hordes of orcs and uh, okay. you set like different traps that go off at certain intervals. And the goal is to just survive as long as you can uh, before the, the orcs overtake this winding path you trap up and you, know, you get your own damage too, but you taper off pretty hard. So you're relying on some strategy and some synergies between different kinds of traps, either slowing traps and like turrets or something like that. Um, but yeah, and then you kind of like get gold as you kill more orcs and then use that gold to place more traps and then, you know, kind of rinse repeat. But it's a really fun, just like simple, like just defense kind of game. It's pretty low pressure, uh, not a really high learning curve at all. Uh, but it was a bunch of fun, and um, Orcs Must Die 3 is now out, and I have not played it yet. I'm hoping to get to it at some point, or at least, like, check <laughs> out to see what the reviews are like. Um, but yeah, as far as an underrated one, I think that's about the <clears> only <throat> indie game I've, I've played that I would consider uh, myself uh, underrated. Okay, and this is this is made by Robot Entertainment? Okay. Okay, yeah, they're definitely an indie game developer for sure because uh, stated on here is showing uh, 30 employees, so that's definitely a, a small uh, indie developer for <laughs> sure. Yeah, definitely a small, small staff. Looks like, looks like they, uh, they came out in 2009 and they're located in Texas. Very cool. Yeah, Orcs Must Die, uh, Age of Empires uh, Online. So yeah, they have some, some bigger known ones under their belt, I guess, but I've never played Orcs Must Die um probably one of the earlier tower defense type games then huh yeah 2012 i think is what i just saw is when it came out so yep that's what i saw too it's been a hot minute since i played <laughs> i don't think i played brand new but um it's it's been a while because i remember Very being cool. i remember talking about works must die three uh on the pod just briefly uh a little while ago and being excited they made yes. another one you know nearly a decade later i guess but they did it. They yeah, made it. that's very cool. Very cool. Um, the one I want to give some love and shout out here is it's Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N, Son of Crimson. Now, this is a Game Pass game that I ran across that was a simple, man, that art style kind of looks cool on that JPEG. I'm going to click on that game and check it out. You know, it was a simple. Oh, that does look good. I'm going for it. And 
Um, I'm going to tell you right away, th- this is a loud thumbs game, no doubt, because this is it's just siphoning Zelda vibes from it. It it feels like you're playing Link. Um, it's a side Very scroller. Nice. It is uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a bash em up in a way, uh, but everything is is all magical. So what happens is essentially you play Flynn and you are with Dex. Dex is uh, is like a god. She's um, she's like a giant dog. She kind of looks like a big husky and her powers are stolen from her. And then you are trying to get her powers back throughout the game. Um, it It's super cool with how you you use the abilities as you get them. Um, you can will a, a sword out of nothing. Um, think think Green Lantern. You can switch between uh, weapons yeah. like that. Yeah, You're literally yeah, yeah. just using okay. magic to do it. That's so um, cool. And it's just a side scroller. Very cool, like pixel art Dude, type look. Uh, um, maybe yeah, I don't want to game. I don't do I want to. Yeah, I want to call it pixel art. I mean, but it's just super clean looking. So it's like, it's yeah, really it's got nice. like a real cell shaded kind of vibe mixed in with like a what would you say like a touch above 16 bit or something like it's not probably detailed it's in the i would call it a pixel art game but it is kind of like a high res pixel art if you will right exactly and yeah it's it's a puzzler sort of a metroidvania in a way um you do go through you know biomes that you know you have to figure your way through them everything is either left right scroll or up down figuring out where you got to go next and, you know, finding keys and finding gems and you can turn the gems into a trader and you can get, you know, other items for them that will help you through your journey. Uh, You can build up like powerful attacks as you're playing the game and save those for like a a clutch moment during a boss fight. Oh, nice. Um, And uh, yeah, it's not like a roguelike or anything like that. It does have checkpoints as you play through it. But uh, I mean, even this game starts out with Flynn asleep and then somebody wakes him up. I mean, how many times does that happen to Link, right? <laughs> Several. Several. Right, right, exactly. So it was super uh, right away with that moment right there starting out and waking him up. I was like, oh, man, this this is like very Zelda vibes to it. Um, it's really it's a really easy pick up and play game, honestly, as well. Uh, the controls are really nice. good on it. Um, it. Everything's really fluid. It plays really good. Um it has solid reviews. It's it's running like 80s all across the place. So it's it's definitely a well-received game. It's just it just needs more love. So Flynn, son of Crimson and Crimson is with a C. Um, check it out. It's it's worth it's worth checking out, especially if you have Game Pass. I mean, it's on there ready to play right now. But yeah, uh, it, it, it is a tw- it's a twenty dollar budget title. If you want to pick it up on Switch, it's out on Switch as well. And uh, uh, this would be such a good Switch game. It it, does, like it it screams switch doesn't it yeah it does like yeah like it's it a awesome. it's also windows and ps4 so you can pick it up on steam or playstation store too if you'd like but uh but it is it is strictly a single player game which uh is totally fine by me but check it out flynn son of crimson yeah i'm gonna check it out all right man moving into the loud crowd uh first Ooh, yeah. one we have here is from mez um i i think I, uh, this was a tough question i think this week a lot of people uh they, they at least stuck to uh-huh. the rules right the loud crowd listened and said uh <laughs> all right we'll give yeah. you one <laughs> uh, but uh but mez yeah he comes on and says uh 
Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, he says he usually only gets into the indie games that are already catching on, which we just already talked about. Yeah. But the one the one he mentions here is called Contradiction Spot the Liar, which is a full motion video murder mystery set in England. Um, I, I looked Whoa. it up here and yeah, it, it legit looks like people are just kind of sitting in front of the camera, just talking and you somehow have to work your way through it. Um, he says you play a detective who is tasked with solving the case. And to do so, you must interview the town's people and spot contradictions in their stories. As you are able to confront them with the correct contradictions, you can start unraveling the mystery and gain access to the new areas and find new clues. Says he's not usually a fan of these full motion uh, click style adventures, but the actors do a great job of giving simple concepts like a murder mystery adventure, a lot of goofy humor and charm. There's a lot of things that can happen or questions that you can ask as the detectives uh, that seem ridiculous, but they play it off really well. Uh, you can really tell they had fun making it. And overall, it's a short game, so it's a fun way to spend an evening. Uh, it's view It nice. did review really well. I think I saw on Steam, and I don't think I have it right in front of me, but I think it was like a 9. Like Steam, it had like an average of a 9 out of 10. That people really dug it. So... But he does say it's an easy one to overlook if uh, you don't know it exists, which makes total sense. I've uh, never even remotely heard of it. So, yeah, no, that sounds great, though. That's why we're doing the show right now, man. We got to spread the love to these <laughs> things. Um, yeah, if, if this is one that I could pick up on, like the Steam uh, shop and play on Steam Deck or something, I would I think I definitely would. But um, yeah, it's only 13 bucks on Steam. Oh, nice. Even better. Uh, recent reviews. Very positive. All reviews overwhelmingly positive as well. Yeah, does it give a number on there? I know I saw it earlier, but I, I could have uh, misspoke. Not seeing it at the moment. I'm just seeing the uh, okay. the overwhelmingly positive. No numbers, but just words of overwhelmingly positive is good enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, you want to take one pin tones and see what he brought to the show? Everybody check that one out, though. Contradiction spot the liar. discord uh yeah he, he uh one pentones comes in with i think more people need to look into spirit fair far fair far fairer yeah fair yeah <laughs> it's a game where you look uh take over the fairy for the master for the deceased and try to help them solve their problems or last wishes before they can move on the story and artwork mesh so well that it can really hit you in the feels it has some resource management that i'm not the greatest at but there's really no stress or timing to worry about. You move at your own pace and explore a mostly open environment. There are some things, yeah, there are some things you need to do to push the story along, but it's very low stress and definitely deserves more recognition. I've seen a little bit of this game. I've heard it talked about. Just, That's it. Just a touch. And the artwork is great. It's all very cohesive. It's very cool. I didn't know what was going on. I like got to the house and someone was playing it. Uh, <laughs> um so I didn't I had no idea what was going on, but artwork's great. That's all I really know about it. But that sounds really good, um, especially if you're looking, if you're coming off an Elden Ring or a Spider-Man or a Horizon, something that's high action all the time uh, to like just play something low stress, you know, just just do the thing you want to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it, do, it does have like, is it just me or does it have kind of like a watercolor sort of look to it? Um, 
it seems like an old Disney movie, like the just the art style I'm oh, seeing. Maybe, maybe that's I'm not a really seeing... good parallel. Is that right? Is I, that... I think, yeah, yeah, it's got it's definitely got like Disney movie kind of, um, like Princess and the Frog esque yes. kind of art style yes. to it. There you go. Yeah. yeah, it looks it looks really really visually stunning. It really does. Man. Yeah. I was trying to see if this was available anywhere streaming or not while we were chatting. Um, like obviously I can see images and everything of it, but uh, I'm super yeah. curious. <clears throat> ten, 10 bucks on steam for the farewell edition. Oh, wow. Also with overwhelmingly positive reviews. Yeah. It's currently 67% off right now on steam. $9.89. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. So Worth picking up right now if that sale's still going on. Uh, looks like it's been out not quite two years. August 18th will be its two-year anniversary of, of release. Um, yeah, I might have to see if that one's Steam Deck certified, buddy. <laughs> it looks <laughs> that, visually that pleasing. So. It is. It, the, the art style is very cohesive. Damn, that looks yeah. really good. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Yeah, uh, that's a good yep. shout-out, man. Yeah, that really is. That's a That's an excellent one for sure. All right, on to the next one. Um, so the next one we've talked about, this comes from Gavin, uh, a good friend of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, he says um, he didn't beat Tunic, but that's the one that of uh, the better indie games that he's played in a while. Uh, people talked about it during the week that it came out, but then Elden Ring definitely took the spotlight. <laughs> um, yeah. He's not wrong. I remember when that came out. I started Tunic. I'm the same as you, Gavin um started it i have yet to beat it as well um it does ramp up the difficulty a little faster than i thought it was going to um which probably is part of the reason why it put me off a little bit um i like to bounce around in video games so that one i was kind of stuck with like you gotta <laughs> stay with me or you're going nowhere you know that kind of thing oh uh, yeah i see but I see. it is really good um and overall just i i think that game will be considered a masterpiece in time i really do oh really okay I've, how different the gameplay was in that one because everything is given to you but at the same time nothing is given to you it's kind of weird like you start the game and you intuitively you know what you need to do but okay you don't have all of your instructions and as you play the game you find pages that are literally instructions like if you bought a video game oh, with an yeah. instruction booklet i remember you telling me about this yeah. right and so you have to find as, the instructions right and as you find those instructions they fill in gaps that maybe you missed or maybe they unlock something because you needed them and then they'll open up that valley to that next piece of the storyline um gotcha. but i think because of the way that it made gameplay like completely based off of the user and still fed in these puzzles it just it was just a way of being like a new type of zelda game without being a zelda game okay Okay, that's awesome. I'm gonna definitely have to come to this one because I know I was kind of excited for it, and I just got distracted with those big hits there in February. Right. Um, well, Elden Ring. <laughs> he just said it, man. Elden Ring's the yeah. one. I mean, it took 200 hours of your life out. So yeah. you're ga you're gaming. <laughs> well, I mean, not not in a bad way. But, no, no, you know, no. Your yeah. your gaming your gaming life, uh, you know, went to Elden Ring, and it makes total sense. Uh, yeah. You and 20 million other people did the same thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely want to come back to this at some point though because it is a 
beautiful game. It really uh, is. It's got such a unique, like, paper mache kind of look. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, it just, it, it's got a very simplistic, like, geometric shape, but it looks like it's all constructed out of, like, um, construction paper. And it looks really good. Yeah, like it, it looks, uh, it looks like uh, they were called paper craft. And I actually have a paper craft of Conquer the Squirrel up on one of oh, my shelves here. I know what you're talking about. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it looks like. This game looks like paper craft. It looks like you made little things out of paper and just sat them real gingerly all over the place. Um, exactly what that looks like. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a super cute game, but it 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 is uh, is a wolf's in sheep's clothing for sure because it's not an easy <laughs> game. <laughs> Sounds like I need to play it then. Yeah, I you it's up your alley for sure, man. Absolutely is. Hell yeah. Uh, you want to take the last one here from Babylon Monkey? Yeah, absolutely, man. So he comes in, says, Crawl is a fantastic indie title I've never heard anyone else talk about. It's a couch co-op brawler slash dungeon crawler that plays like an old old school arcade game. It's a load of fun and as a sort of party and as a sort of parting game. Party game. I spent loads of hours playing with family and friends and have it on my Switch, and we play a lot when we travel to visit family. Given Nick's love of arcade games, I think this would be right up his alley. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm watching some video right now. I, I saw my name toward the end there, and I'm like, okay, let me pull some of this up here. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks it looks like it has like a Castlevania. Um, it's very 8-bit, very 8-bit. Oh, but it's like old school eight, but super old yeah. school. And it looks good though. Yeah, and it's a multiplayer dungeon crawler, which is cool. Maybe my son would like this too and play it with me. Dude, your son would eat this up. Just right. looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can inhabit monsters, it says. So you can actually become the monsters. Oh, that's cool as hell. I mean, I'm I'm just reading what it's saying, so I'm assuming that's yeah. what it's trying to tell me. It's got an overly over, overwhelmingly positive rating on Steam as well. You guys are knocking it out with these indie games that are rated really well and are not expensive. This one's fifteen bucks. I don't think we've had a game over twenty dollars yet that people have mentioned. No, nope. which is we have we have not. <laughs> super cool. Love that. Yeah, this this looks really dope. I mean, it it looks so simplistic, but at the same time, oh my god, it looks hilarious too. <laughs> There's there was just a kill screen just now where guy guys he get your your character got killed from behind. There's just like this giant pool of blood comes flying out of his chest, and he's like flailing from it. Uh, yeah, I, I I've seen this on the uh, like my Google image search, and it just looks like a like. A dungeon master from the 80s with like knives trying to <laughs> yes. come at you. <laughs> yes. Uh you kill certain things and they kind of explode in, in a sort of comical eight-bit way. Um uh, yeah, this looks very cool. For 15 bucks, if I could uh if I could get this and share, because you can you can share your Steam games. I've I've found out since I'm new to Steam, I'm kind of a noob. So any tips would be helpful, but you could share your Steam games and then uh, just play them together with uh, with family and friends and stuff. So if I could do that, that's worth seven bucks a person. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, Hell yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. Oh, there's like portals and like magic and stuff going on as well. I'm looking at now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crawl. Crawl maybe on my Steam Deck by the weekend, guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, some hella good shout outs there. All great budget titles, all really well-rated indie games, not just 
I mean, some of them didn't have that many reviews. There was one of them I looked up only had like a few thousand reviews on Steam. So not like it was like crazy well known. Like I wanted to shout out Don't Starve and I saw it had like 81,000 reviews. I'm like, well, that's not underrated. Everyone knows what this oh, game is. Oh, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> kidding. Uh, yeah, man, that that is awesome. You you guys had some excellent ones. I really appreciate you guys shouting those out. Uh, that That is amazing. Um, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to check out more than one of these. I believe that's awesome. Where yeah. are you, where are you seeing how many people have reviewed something on steam? Since uh, I'm a noob here, you can learn me while I'm on the show real quick. Oh, I just, uh, <laughs> I just search for it. And then I just go to the games page. Um, and kind of towards the right there, you'll see recent reviews and then all reviews and we'll have like a very positive. Oh, if you hover over it, um, 95% of the user base for crawl um rated it positive Overall. all right nice yeah oh okay yeah so i was looking at flynn son of crimson and yeah 190 reviews is all it's had but it's very positive as well um so yeah i didn't i didn't check that on uh on the one i did so obviously another one like i was saying needs some more love just like the rest of them holy cow some solid solid picks there all under 20 bucks man you guys are out there listening Pick one, pick one a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might just do that actually. That's awesome. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, yeah, crawls, crawls gonna go on my wish list. There's no doubt on that. Hell yeah. That looks super sweet. Yeah, that, that game looks uh, awesome. Power Hoof is the name of the developer. Uh, I'm super curious on how big they are. Ah. Uh, not even Wikipedia will tell me. What a shame. Damn. So they must be pretty small then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This came Wikipedia out in 2017. So. Oh, okay. It's got a little it's been age, not too bad. Been a little while. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. All right, guys. Hey, once again, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to chat with yes, us and absolutely. answer our answer our weekly questions. You don't have to, but you do. And like I said, we love you for it. So. Oh yeah, we love it. <laughs> Hell yes. It's good times. All right. Uh, I think we're good for this show, man. How about you? I think we're good. Right on. Okay. Well, that is it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh, we had a, a plethora of content thrown at you over the last week here. And uh, we had a, a breakdown of Batman and obviously our news out there. And then our, our bonus episode for the Symbiosis Games coming on and chatting with us here in September. We can't wait yes. for that. <laughs> yes. Dude, that's gonna be so good it's gonna be so fun on the show insane yeah. truly 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 insane it is truly insane and it's gonna be so amazing i can't wait to crack a brew with those guys gonna drink some beers with some cool video game developers and talk video games uh, i gotta find a good brew yes on. yeah i might have to save one for them oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes hell yeah everybody all right. Well, that is it for this episode. We will be back again next week. And I don't think there is a whole lot going on between now and then, but we'd really love it if you guys would uh, give some love to the movie reel, share it, like it. Uh, yeah, we're we're really it. trying to trying to give it its own base and, and help out on, on that front of things. Uh, started off pretty good, I think. So we're going to see how it continues. Um, but that just, uh, that's just one more thing we're having fun with, but we, we really do appreciate everybody taking their time out, say hey on the show and chat with us. 
on the Discord. And don't forget, we do have those links and everything below for our Discord is completely open and free for anybody who might be listening to the show for the first time. Yeah. And uh, we, we definitely have a really good community over there. We like to just say hey and have a good time. Yes. Come join. Yes, please do. Listen to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next week, game on. Volume up. Stay loud. Email, follow, watch, and listen to all of our content by visiting loudthumbs.com and join the loud crowd. To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, Holden Moffat, Zach Mezra, SirsFurniture.com. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash loudthumbs.